If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. The trials and challenges of life take their toll on every couple. But you refuse to settle for an ordinary marriage. You long for a deep, fierce love, the stuff of legends. This is your life and your marriage. This is the legacy you will be remembered for. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is episode 53 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and we are your co-hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams. This is the show for couples who refuse to settle for an ordinary marriage. That's right. Every week, we're bringing you inspiration, encouragement, practical ideas, and of course, a challenge that'll help you build more intimacy and connection in your marriage. And we'll have a whole lot of fun and laughter along the way. Let's get started. You know what? You weren't even laughing in this show because it is girls night. I was laughing as I was editing it. (laughs) And we're keeping it real this week about how busy moms create the best possible holiday season and at times fall a bit short. (laughs) So we'll cover the proper rhythm to gift opening on Christmas morning, how to set the stage for the perfect Santa situation and the importance of laughing with your girls. You like uh, to, uh, uh, do you like to laugh with your girls, honey? I like to laugh with my girls. Um, my girls are not your girls. Although your girls are my girls in, in, in some ways. I know, but um, it's so important to have girls have girls' night and things like that. And guys have the guys' night. Yeah. Because, honey, you're not the be-all, end-all. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, to have a rich, full life, I need more than just you. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. I know. You... I am not enough for you. You're too much woman <laughs> for me. You're too much woman for me. No, for real. But you have... A... You're a better woman than I am. <laughs> I hope so. No, but you have awesome guy friends. Yeah. And I have awesome ladies. And you're going to get to meet two of yeah, them. Yeah, it is super important. It really is. And um, I was very thankful. You said you were hysterically laughing as you were listening to... I just didn't say hysterically. Chuckling? <laughs> were you chuckling? Yes, yes. Well, Justin does the editing for the podcast, and I just thought it was... There were at times where it was just too ridiculous, and I just couldn't even listen to it anymore. So yeah. I needed Justin to edit it. But he wasn't hysterically laughing. He was... Well, in full disclosure... Chuckling. No, no, no. Full disclosure... Uh, Danielle recorded this whole thing on her own. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's a mom, y'all, which means she's got littles that she's trying to wrangle while she's recording a podcast with two other people. Right. So there was some editing required. Yes, because my girls were driving me crazy. Yeah. And I was ready to lose my ever-loving gourd. Um, but today on the show, we have Anna Johnson. Anyway, today on the show. <laughs> we have Anna Johnson and Lisa Hackbarth, who are two of my very close girlfriends. And we actually really, really, really solidified our awesome friendship on a Destiny Project, which is a women's retreat, which um, we lead and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But... They just became soul sisters. And so I love them to pieces. And I'm so happy that they came on the show. And so tonight it's girls night. So uh, listen in to some girl talk. Here we go. 
coming. Justin okay. would laugh his fool head off at what I'm trying to do right now. Oh, I love it. All right. So we have a special version of the Legendary Marriage podcast tonight. Um, I feel like singing, oh, yes, it's ladies night. <laughs> I am joined on the show by Anna Johnson, who has actually been on the show. I think you were our, one of our first interviews, Anna. Aww, yay. Back in the day, you know, back in the day, like a few months ago. I know, right? And- and Lisa Hackbarth. And today we just wanted to be the girls. It's super fun because I know this show is about being married and, you know, all our men and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? You got to have your girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yes, so important. So important. So, um, you know, we have those. I mean, I feel like I have been in girlfriend deprivation in like the past month yes oh my gosh yes yeah <laughs> well it made me laugh when you said it's legendary marriage with your girls and it made me laugh because I'm like it's like we're married to each other but we kind of have to be you know what I mean <laughs> like anyway well I I've been in deprivation mode like Justin's been like what is going on with you I feel like you haven't been yourself lately yeah. and as I ran down like my list of my girls I'm like, haven't done anything with them, haven't talked to them, haven't. So I had to make an excuse to hang out with my ladies today. And you know what? It's Christmas is right around the corner. And this is one of those seasons where we get so, so busy that things kind of go by the wayside and you're like, okay, see you in January. So um, I am wondering, what do you guys love about your girlfriends? I love that we can just talk about anything and that it doesn't have to be like surfacey like so what are the the pta talking about and what's the weather and you know that stuff has its place but my girls we can just talk about anything and i love that about you ladies i i think too it's uh i i realize that um it's like with my girlfriends i think the most important question that i've been asked by friends who then I just know that they're like my real true friends is I feel like uh, it's this question kind of like, how's your heart, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that just like opens up the door to be able to talk about what's actually going on and just get to the real thing. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who give me space to just be, you know, in that like heart space and that kind of gets to what's important and um, and then they, they're able to listen, you know, it's different with your husband when you kind of say, how's your heart? And then, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm hurt. And then you know, it's about, it's about like, what did I do? Or, you know, I'm, it, it's like, you can't kind of take away the, uh, you know, responsibility factor as much. So it's nice having kind of a third party, um, you know, where there's. I like that too, because it's like, I know I do that also is like when Justin kind of vents something, I'll take it personally and it's totally not meant personally. Right. Like, oh, my house is a mess and it's driving me crazy. And then it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't do the dishes, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, and Anna's not going to say that. She's going to be like, yeah, my house is a mess too. I know. I love how practical it is. Like, this is a perfect example. Like this is, this is what it is. You know, I'm hiding my closet with my eggs. It's three o'clock and I'm having my lunch with you guys, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like we just can be where we are. Um, 
That sounded know. really strange, Anna. You're hiding in a closet with your eggs. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Well, because you said we get to have girl time. And so I like gave the kids a quick bath. I told them to go lay down and have a quiet time and absolutely do not come out, period. And um, I get to eat and be with my friends and still be, you know, living the life I need to live right now. But I get to be with you guys. I love it. It's Christmas time. So I want to know, like, I have this view in my head of like, I have these expectations of like the ideal Christmas that I want to create for my family. And I feel like every year it doesn't really match the vision that I have in my head. (laughs) But um, for you ladies, what is like the ideal Christmas? Like, what's that experience like for you and your family? Oh, wow. Okay, we're going to stop right here. Girls, get in that room right now and put ah. those hats on the pillow. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, quickly. I don't want to see a junk show tonight at the play. <laughs> What's a junk show? What? Guess I don't know about junk show. No. Oh, like they just lose their minds and they act ridiculous. And Oh, I love that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so fantastic. I'm like, what's a junk show? I thought you were talking about like, I don't even know what. Yeah, private <laughs> hanging out or something. Junk, junk, like in the ghetto. <laughs> I see your butt show. hanging out. Yeah, like she's going to moon everybody. If, if it gets really it. bad, their butts do hang out. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> the clothes are off. That's true. When Josiah's tired, he just all of a sudden is naked. Okay, so I feel like my ideal Christmas is like, Um, it's tricky because I live in Austin, Texas, but Mm. my ideal Christmas is like on Christmas Eve, Mm. there's snow flurries in the air and I am from up North. So it kind of makes sense. We've all lived up North, so we know what it's like to have a white Christmas (laughs) and you know, the, uh, perfectly decorated and lit, like the glow of the house just feels like warm and it smells like like a cross between gingerbread and cinnamon rolls or something like that (laughs) and everybody gets along and uh I have like the perfect gift for everyone I feel like lately like with Amazon I just feel like oh that's on sale they'll like that boom in the cart and I used to be a really good gift giver and I feel like Maybe not so much anymore, but like the perfect Mm -hmm. gift for everyone. Everyone goes to bed, very drowsy, and then they wake up at 10 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And then we open up our gifts and our gift opening takes about four hours. Yeah, totally. Savor the gift. (laughs) And um, then we watch Christmas movies and nap the rest of the day and everybody gets along. It was a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to be, this is hysterical. When our Christmas actually happens, I'll be remembering this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, um, 10% of that actually happened. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. How about y'all? What's your ideal Christmas situation? Man, you know, we kind of did it last year and um, I love, love, love being with my family, love being with my family, like my extended family. And so what we did last year was we, um, oh, what did we do, you guys? I don't remember if we had early Christmas or if we did it the day before, but long story short, we had an, um, a family <clears throat> Christmas, just me and, the, and Ryan and the kids, like a full Christmas experience, just them. 
And then somehow we must have done it Christmas Eve night. We drove to East Texas, which is like four and a half hours away. And then we woke up Christmas morning at my mom's house. My mom's house is magical. I mean, she decorates for Christmas to the nine. She has a Christmas village. I think she has three or four Christmas trees. Like, no kidding. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Like, insane in the best of ways. Truly, like, a magazine could come and do a shoot at her house. Um, But I just love that. I just love being with my family Christmas morning. What you said about opening presents and it takes four hours. Like, I love that. And that's... <laughs> That makes me so happy because the whole time everybody's just happy and enjoying it. And then my thought is along your lines of movies, but because you're in the North, it's so cute because you think like stay inside and play movies because, you know, it's so cold. But Southerners, we like sometimes like to go outside. And so my thought is like go outside and play with all the new gifts together, you know, and maybe like play football in the front yard or um, whatever. And just, I don't know, just truly a carefree, incredible day. And I love, love, love the idea of um, just getting to inviting people in that don't have a place to be, you know, I love having that mystery guest factor. Ooh. So that would be the perfect, perfect day is like, who gets to be like in our love fest Christmas day, you know, like who do we get to include in that? I really truly <clears throat> love that. You know, what's really interesting is um, my family traditionally is not like, I feel like in Austin, we have a lot of friends that don't have close, close family nearby. Yeah. So friends, we call them family, you know, just like your friends are your family. But um, the family, my close family is not one, not, it's not good or bad, but they're not one to like, you know, just invite random friends over because it's like oh, it's Christmas day right. it's like a special day and I don't know I kind of lean that way too but I love what you're saying about that I love the mystery guest if everybody's on board with it I think it's awesome yeah and it tends to be I feel like I feel like almost every year that ends up happening that we'll invite somebody over for Christmas dinner I don't you know I don't remember if we do like an elaborate thing at Christmas dinner but you know just somebody who might be alone for whatever reason they might be alone um yeah, I kind of introduced that to my family. I think I accidentally invited somebody once without asking them. Because in my mind, I'm like, God, they don't have anywhere to be. Why would they not be with us, you know? And it didn't dawn on me until afterwards that not everybody would love that. But they, they were fine with it. <laughs> you know, spread When they all started giving them dirty looks and didn't pass yeah. sweet potatoes. And... <laughs> no, but now it's fun because that's cool because now if whenever we know people are coming, um, they end up like my family will bring them gifts, which is really, really oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Bring some mystery gifts and whoever shows up and you know right. what? talking about the four hour, like opening of gifts, you guys, I had the shock of my life. I'm talking the shock of my life when I had my first Christmas with Justin's family. Do you guys ever remember that? Like the first Christmas where you were like the girlfriend (laughs) or like the fiance or whatever. And you're like, other people do different things. Like it was the weirdest, weirdest thing. I went over to Justin's family's house and I had put, like I said, I used to be a thoughtful gift giver. And I put all this thought into like the perfect gifts for everybody. And you know what they do? Yes. They uh pass out the gifts and they basically go one, two, three. Everybody opens all the gifts at the same time yes. and doesn't even watch anybody's reaction or anything. They just tear into them like a friggin' tornado. It is the craziest thing ever. And my heart kind of died. It did. I know. The first <laughs> one that happened, I felt the same way. But then we're 10 years married now. And last Christmas, 
at his family side because they've kind of learned now they open our gifts one at a time because they know I want to see. But this year I was like, you know what? No, like, let's just let it go. Let's let it fly. Let's be, let it be the crazy hurricane, whatever. And it was actually really fun. And I was like, wow, I've been holding on to this all these years, but that was fun just to dig in and be crazy. And then you look and they have a whole pile of stuff. Mm, I think for me, because I grew up with a big family, big extended family and three siblings, and now that everybody's getting older, um, you know, it used to be us as the kids with all my cousins. And like, I just remember Christmas Eve was the big deal because it was my grandma's birthday as well. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So we got to do like my grandmother's birthday plus like all, you know, she had four kids and then they all had kids. And so it was always this big, fun, like crazy, you know, and all the kids got presents and we would go one at a time. So it was always like, oh, I wish I was the youngest so I could go first. (laughs) And every time anybody had a new baby, I was like, oh, one more person I have to wait for. That kid is not going to remember that gift. They are one year old. <laughs> Pass. Oh, I know. But now, so we have lived in Texas for 10 years. And Jonah, who is 11, um, you know, has this is what he knows is like Texas Christmas. Um, and really, we tried traveling back north one time for actual Christmas. And like the weather was so bad and we got stranded and like had to change flights. It was so crazy that we just haven't really tried to go back. Um, so, you know, I've been missing having those like big, crazy Christmases with like all the extended family. Um, so I think for me, you know, when I think about like, oh, what's my ideal, uh, holiday, that's, you know, that's it. Just having like the, I love being around like the big family. And now that, you know, we're the next generation and now it's like Jonah and his cousins and like, you know, my cousin's kids, it's fun seeing them when they get together. So, oh my gosh, cousins are so great. I'm like, I am jealous of people that have their kids like grow up with cousins together. Because my sister, her kids are in Denver. So it's like, we get to see them maybe twice a year or something like that. I'm so jealous of that. Anna, you have cousins, your kids have cousins nearby, don't they? Yeah, well, like we, I think we see them about every six weeks, you know, but even that, you guys, it's like the more, the more of a taste of it that I get, the more I actually want, um, because it is, it's so special to see your kids playing with their cousins. It's so so beautiful. I love it. That's part of why I love going home. So speaking of specialness, if your kids were to take away one special thought or idea or like treasured moment, um, this Christmas season, what would you, what would you want it to be? I think for me, just thinking about, you know, and maybe it's cause it's reflecting my love language, which is, you know, quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just thinking about when you think about those, like you guys were saying, just having the day to kind of just like be together, open presents, eat. It's like savoring, you know, just like the downtime, because everything is so crazy, especially in this season, like leading up to it. And it feels like you just Christmas day comes and then you're like, ready or not, here it is. And then like everything kind of like, and then you're like, oh, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. And then you just want to savor it. So I think, you know, I just think about like the times that we've like built Legos together and, you know, just like you're open playing with all the toys and being together. And it just, I don't know that there's like a thing, but you know, for me, I think it's just having that, like, this is a day dedicated to just like hanging out together. I love that. And if they have matching PJs, all the better. (laughs) Yeah. And you need some pictures to prove it. Yeah. 
I feel like every picture of me at Christmas looks like the most dreadful picture ever. <laughs> it's like me in a hoodie with sweatpants and no makeup. And what the heck is my baby? It's like every year. You could just take, just put a couple more wrinkles on my face. Same picture. Same picture. Same picture. I, I think in my 20s, I remember being like, we're not opening presents until I shower and get in my cute pajamas. Ah! That was my life before kids. Yeah. Do you still do that? No, we did. We did maybe a couple of times, but then it was like, uh, let's just get to it. We'll take pictures <laughs> after uh, everybody takes a shower. But it was like, I think we tried it a couple of times, you know, and can you imagine being a kid where you're like, hold on, I need to take a shower and make some coffee and do this and do that. And he's just like sitting under the yeah. tree like, Please. I think, I think honestly, my parents used to torture us with that. They would <laughs> oh, yeah. be like making coffee. They're like, I'm going to make an egg bake. Yeah. And All I'm going to, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to take a shower. And why don't you guys go make your beds? And you're like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's still six in the morning. Like, come on, give us a minute here. I love it. I so agree with you, Danielle, about the the pictures and looking like complete crap. But here's the thing. I also kind of love it because that's the that's real, you know? And like when I look at the Christmas pictures, I'm like, oh, wow. Like it actually makes me happy because I feel like that's a real picture of what I actually look like as their mother and who I am as mother. <laughs> Stop. You know what? That's actually true because... Ah! <laughs> She's like, actually, I do have way less wrinkles than y'all. So this episode brought to you by Arbonne. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But now a couple of years ago, I looked at, you know, you're right. The pictures last year are very different. <laughs> oh God, that cracks me up. That's all. <laughs> it's just funny. I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh no, I like that picture. Oh, that's because I lost some weight and I felt good about it. <laughs> but anyway. That's right. I mean, oh, I, I feel like I need to lose a, quite a few pounds the, for, you know, Justin keeps talking about like he and I have had some tough conversations about mm. um we're wanting to get pregnant again and so we're super excited about that but we had to have some honestly tough conversations about like I need to lose some weight can you imagine how that conversation goes like oh, honey for the record that scale is not your friend right now and <laughs> But it was very true and it was a conversation that needed to happen. And I do need to be a lot healthier because I am 40. How old am I? 41. Mm -hmm. And I need to do that in order to be able to be pregnant again. I can't be like overweight and 41 and, and, and. (laughs) Golly girl. What did you guys come to with that? Yeah, we just came to the fact that I'm like working out every day and getting to the point where I can try to get pregnant again. So I love that. Well, here's what I love. It makes me think about this year's Christmas pictures. You know what I mean? Like this time next year, you'll look back and be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I was working really hard because I love my family. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, like when I'm doing that, you know, 50th mountain climber and I'm staring at the floor with the sweat dripping down my head, I'm like, okay, my kids, my kids, I love my children. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find your why. I, I hate this instructor, but I love my children. <laughs> Refuel your relationship for the adventure that lies ahead. The next legendary marriage intensive will be February 15th through 18th in breathtaking Southern Utah. And it'll include an epic adventure into Zion National Park. 
Yeah. At Legendary Marriage Intensive, we take a deep dive into your love story and we help you create a clear shared mission for the next season of your marriage and family so you can stop feeling stuck, stale, and alone in your marriage and start having more intimacy, fun, and adventure. And here's what one participant had to say. It felt like family from the moment we walked into the lodge. Legendary Marriage Intensive opened up communication with my spouse in a whole new way and was a whole new self-discovery and recharge between us. I'm so excited for the second half of our life together. By setting apart time to focus on your story at the Legendary Marriage Intensive, February 15th through the 18th, you will fill up your love tank, restore and recharge it. Second, you'll have an amazing adventure together. And third, you'll get to write the next chapter of your journey together. So hit up legendarymarriage.com slash intensive to join us in beautiful Southern Utah for a couple's getaway that will not only bring you closer together, but also give you a clear plan moving forward. So register now and make your marriage legendary. And now back to part two of Danielle's conversation with Anna and Lisa. Okay, so here's a question. What do you guys do about Santa? Like I had a low moment the other day. One of the girls was really uh, pressing my buttons and I'm like, that's all right. I've got an app on my phone that goes right to Santa and I'm going to tell him to put you on the naughty list. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We don't have that in our house. Well, and tech- actually, Jonah is a really great kid that we have not had to threaten him. He's very, <laughs> he manages himself and his behavior, which I like. It's that's a miracle crazy. Child. I know I'm, I don't even can't take any credit. Um, but yeah, we actually don't do Santa. Um, Dave's family grew up without Santa doing Santa or anything. So we just have not done the tradition. And it's very funny because you would think, you know, kids who have, you know, the whole like, oh, Santa's coming and it's so exciting, um, you know, that it really colors how you view Christmas and everything. But that kid, my kid is like, he has the most Christmas spirit of anybody I know. So oh, it's, that's yeah, fun. It's, it is. Um, I was skeptical, but yeah, because <laughs> we always did Santa growing up, you know, and, um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're missing it. I mean, it's a, it's like, a, we still have, it's like a sweet idea and we watch the movies and, you know, it's like a fun tradition, but it's nice also not having the pressure of like, Oh no, he's going to find out. Oh, how do I describe this? You yeah, know? Totally. I had the most traumatizing like reveal ever. Like I was in third grade and my music teacher, we were, you know, like putting together our music performance for the, you know, Christmas play or whatever it was at school. And, you know, she said, so everybody who still believes in Santa, raise your hand. Oh my gosh. And I was the one person who raised their hand. Horrible. Oh. I'm still like getting a little verklempt about it. It was very, and then I like pretty much balled my face off the rest of the day. That's true. And probably further than That's one. terrible. <laughs> I would have been so, I bet your mother, knowing your mom, whoo, she's probably upset. Yes, my parents were like the grade A number one Santa people, like ever. Ever, ever, ever. And like they still have like participate in it with the kids too. So I I don't remember when I stopped believing, but I know I carried on the facade that I believed a lot longer than I did because I was afraid the presence would stop. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. How about your kiddos, Anna? 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This has been really interesting to me. So from the beginning, we told Ellie that um, Santa Claus was a real person at one time and that uh, he really loved God. And so he wanted to help people. And he always helped people around this time every year around Jesus' birthday. So we explained, you know, about the actual person and how these men are carrying on that heart and that spirit. So we've always been very honest with her about Santa Claus, but we still would let her go send his lab and, you know, all the fun stuff. We still, our, our family is a huge, like stockings are a bigger deal than under the present trees uh, or wait <laughs> under the present trees under the tree present <laughs> <laughs> that too <laughs> oh my gosh but here's what's so weird you guys okay so i've been so honest with ellie her entire life and she just turned six and i really think she believes he's real because of all the marketing and all of the everything and i don't know if she just had wanted to and now she really believes it and so now i'm like stuck because i don't you know, I want to continue with, you know, just being honest and saying, yeah, you know, did it, whatever. But I love the magic of it all. I really, really do. I think it's beautiful and sweet. And so we're kind of just in the middle. I don't even know where we are. I don't know what we're doing because <laughs> she really believes. And so of course, Josiah is growing up watching her, not me. And so, um, it'll be interesting. It's really, really interesting. I, so I have no idea how to even answer that question because I tried one way and that's not what happened. <laughs> It's like a moment by moment situation. You're like, what are they going to ask? And what am I going to say? Who knows? And that's where like Justin and I, sometimes we are not on the same page about what the answers will be. Uh So it's like, um, that's definitely a conversation we need to have going into this Christmas season is like, what are the answers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even the funny thing with Jonah is we were kind of in that same boat, Anna, where we were not intentionally telling him yes, but you know, it, yeah, with all the marketing, I think he kind of on his own decided like, wait, maybe he is real, yeah. you know? And, and so that it's like they, yeah, they like look for that, the magic of it, I think. And the, the fantasy part and it's fun. And so it is fun. So what are you guys most looking forward to this year, this Christmas season? Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a full-time working mom and you know just kind of having that like chunk of time where oh. I have 9 days off in a row. Ooh, like, 9, that's awesome. Uh, yes, magic. And nobody's that's expecting anything of you. Yep. Nope, to like peace out on a Friday and then see you next year. Oh my god. I love it. I used yeah. to I used to teach uh fourth and fifth graders for whatever eight years and it was like that too it was like throw the papers up in the hallway and (laughs) you're like and you were out the door and please don't make me think about this again until january 3rd yeah or something like that (laughs) even you just saying that you're like see you next year i'm like oh that sounded so good it's not even my thing (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh how about you anna what are you uh looking forward to this christmas season Man, I think I'm just looking forward to the kids being older, you know, because now they're six and three and everything is not the event that it's been. Yeah, we know when they're like one and two, you're like, oh my gosh, do we even want to go to this Christmas parade? Because it's so much work, you know, as like when they're in the super young mom. So I love that I feel like we could do everything and just have fun because they're older now and it's easier. And I just feel like it's so much more fun and because they are more interactive you know they're talking they're expressing they are funny and so I I'm honestly excited about all of it I feel like in the past couple of years I was doing less because I just couldn't you know the young mom stage or whatever but this year I feel like I want to do everything because we can 
because it's that's just where we are. And I love that. So I'm excited about all of it, I guess. Yeah, I'm always excited about going to Bass Pro Shop with the kids. <laughs> yeah, we already did it. We already did Three <laughs> Santa pictures. Hello. Yeah. I need to do that. Crafts. Oh, yeah. It's so stuff. fun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's super fun. And when we, when we go to visit my family in Ohio, they have rides there too. They have oh merry-go-rounds. They have... Mm. Yeah. Bass Pro Shop puts on the dog. I have to say the other thing with anybody in Austin, the Trail of Lights is like the big thing. So yeah. I have to say I have a little disappointment because we tried going last year and the traffic was so bad. We didn't even like get to park. Oh, it was a school that. night and we were just like, by the time we even get to park our car, you know, it just got too late. But we have discovered there's a place um, down in Giddings, Texas called Camp Tejas. And they do like yes. lights of Texas and they have like a million lights and it's beautiful and it's low key. And so I'm actually like super looking forward to that this year. Ooh, I love I that. About that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Austin people, it. check that out. I know that's an interesting point where... I'm, I'm thinking the same thing because we're excited about going to Johnson City and some outlying places. And so it, it is interesting how um, the big stuff has become so big that for us, it's like not as fun. I would rather go to smaller stuff and be relaxed and, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm I, the older I get, the less of a crowd person I am. Like, I don't want to park a mile and a half away. And you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? My kids are happy just to... Um, I'll be like, hey, we'll go through this really cool neighborhood. We'll roll the windows down. Yeah. We'll put on Christmas music and we'll just drive through the neighborhood. And they're like, oh, it's so great. And you're like, and it was free. And fall asleep in your seat. And now we're going home. And we bring bring hot chocolate in our disposable uh, coffee cups. Yeah. Yeah. It feels still. Yeah. Roll down the windows. It's magic. I love the uh, the simple things too that the kids like kind of latch on to. Um, my kids are big fans of like they're like make these crazy. They're crafters. They're crafters. So they make these crazy, ridiculous like ornaments and decorations and stuff, and like hang them on the tree. And we don't have like a you know I don't know Pinterest worthy tree or anything. But it's decorated by children with love and love and with junk, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's actually one thing. One thing that I started with Jonah when I think he was like, as soon as he could hold Cheerios in his hand, we started making a gingerbread house every year. I just buy the kit. Like I'm not fancy, but it's just like every year we buy a different one, whether it's like a big house or like three little houses or a locomotive. Um, and then, you know, so that's become our tradition, which I really look forward to. And now, you know, he's getting a little older, so it's not quite as exciting. And then last year we tried doing those ones where it's like a permanent thing, you know, where you build it and it's crafty. It's not as fun when you can't lick your fingers. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a, you know, cardboard and foam and yeah. stuff. So oh. no, we need the food version. I was contemplating having a Christmas party with like kids and like making like gingerbread houses or even yeah. like the kind out of graham crackers or, you know, something yeah. like that. And I'm like, do I want to like lay a tarp over my whole house <laughs> and like do that? Yeah. Or what do you, what's y'all's uh, view on parties and, you know, you know all what, that kind of stuff. Do you love I'm to have Christmas parties? 
Yeah, I'm actually going to do one, but I'm I'm with you. I had to think through it. So we just did, we went to the Gaylord in Dallas and um, they have this crazy Christmas thing and they have all these different things you can do. And so we did all of them. And, I, and for me and for the kids, I was like, what was your favorite part? And they said, Mrs. Claus. And all it was, was Mrs. Claus reading Christmas stories and they served warm chocolate chip cookies and milk. And that was our favorite part. And we did all this elaborate, crazy stuff. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to write um, some of the friends over, and I'm just going to do like a Mrs. Claus. I'm going to read stories in front of the fire and give them hot chocolate, probably chocolate milk. But then I'm going to um, have a little craft where they can make gifts for their grandparents. And it's super easy. We did it in one of our mom's groups. And as soon as we did it, I was like, this is what we're making for the grandparents this year. So we're going to do it. I'm excited. I'm like really, really excited about it. I need to pick a date and actually do it. <laughs> I'm like, it's December. <laughs> I need to decide when we're going to do it. But that's that's my plan. I know that's what I'm inspired to do that kind of a thing too. But then I get, I get caught up in the, everybody's so busy this time of year. And, but it's like, well, they're going to be busy with something. They might as well come over to yeah, your exactly. house and like lick some icing off their hands and make a disgusting gingerbread house. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Totally. I know. And you just put it out for everybody and, you know, see who comes. Yeah. Even if it's a play date with one friend. Yeah, still fun. I know this is my strategy on planning things like that. Plan it with like the most fun person that you really, really want to be there. And if they can be there, (laughs) then everybody else is just a bonus. Totally. I love that. I've never thought of it that way before, but that's a really awesome strategy. So like for you guys, like I would be like, okay, um, start with one person and be like, hey, can you do it this date or this date? Okay. All right, now. And then I'll bring in a couple more people and then a couple more people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Discovered that same thing when you, because especially if it's like, I want to do something on a Friday, who wants to go? And you kind of hear crickets. So it's like, yeah, if you kind of do your core group and then spread like, it out already, from there. We're already doing this. Yeah. You can, who wants to join in? And then, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a girl's date, just the two of us. But if you five people want to come too, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> more the merrier, the more the merrier, but you're on my schedule. Thank you. Um, well, girls, it's been so much fun gabbing with you about Christmas stuff. I'm super excited now. I feel like I'm motivated to uh, execute a lot of this business now. I feel like I'm, it's December 1st when we're recording this. So it's like, okay, now it's go time. We're doing yeah, this. Yeah, totally. I agree. I've been needing to put my December calendar together for like three weeks. And so I'm glad we had this conversation because now I feel ready. I feel empowered. I feel like it's clear. So I'm excited. All right, girls. Thanks for joining us. Lisa Hackbarth and Anna Johnson on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you back another time. But Merry Christmas, right. lady. Merry Christmas. guys. Merry Christmas. It was so great to have two of my favorite, favorite people on earth on the show today, Lisa and Anna. Um, are you going to take over and do like a guy's night soon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, we'll make that happen. You get some dudes lined up and get it recording? Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then yeah. I can I can laugh hysterically at your dude comments. What will you talk dude about? Comments. What will you talk about? Um, wood, beer cars and hot ladies 
Your wives, I I mean. Your wives. You feel like you're putting me on the spot here. (laughs) Nobody's set an agenda for your conversation. Why do the guys have to have an agenda? That's true. Well, anyway, so (laughs) I'm so blessed not only to have you, honey, but to have such amazing tribe of ladies in my life. So here's the challenge this week. Schedule a girl's night or a guy's night. Go ahead, catch up on life, and have some fun. Then come and join the conversation in our free community on Facebook. It's a private group for men and women to support, encourage, inspire, and share about transforming your marriage from ordinary to legendary. Yeah, just search for Legendary Marriage Group or visit legendarymarriage.com slash community. You can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 053. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary.